Hey guys, welcome to episode 245 of the podcast and my marvelous boy of summer, Christian Brune. Uh, I wanted to quickly thank um, Sarah, who posted a wonderful article, uh, an interview really, with Madeline Lingle um, on the JV Cup Facebook page. Uh, I loved it, Sarah. Thank you so much for thinking of that and, and bringing it to my attention. And to the attention of those others who would care to look at it on the Facebook page. And then my other shout out is to Paul F. Tompkins for introducing me to Christian. Uh, we had such a blast on uh, a recent episode of Spontanea Nation, which I'm sure you have listened to uh, this podcast. Uh, hopefully you are a regular listener. It is so much fun to do. And I know I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. Um, but if you haven't, I would strongly suggest that this be uh, a, a, it's a really good initiating episode because it was so, so, so fun. And uh, Christian's fantastic. And uh, and so, yeah, he was uh, willing to do my podcast after we had that great experience on Paul F's show. So once again, Paul F. Tompkins makes my life a little brighter. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. I think you absolutely will. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. If you want to, yeah, just, I don't know what else. If you want to doze off, I, I love the sound of my own voice, so I can really. I don't think that would make a good podcast. Oh wait, you know what's lovely about this? About that. What's that? Oh, I was just said I made a joke about the sound of my own voice, and then it occurred to me. I think we had like a whole conversation about that uh, on a show that we both did recently, and yeah. now I'm not sure I'm supposed to say. I don't know how that works. Like, have we started? I think they. Oh yeah, is this way, on? We Are started, we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I was like play acting that yeah, I was no... working the microphone. Mm-hmm. All right. No, it all it all paid off beautifully. Okay, great. Uh, I don't know. I think probably we shouldn't say what it was because I think when this does, will this will probably come. Well, it may or may not. That's true. So what a mystery. I'm all sure right. everyone could put it together so fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be my guess. They'll my find guess. out eventually mm-hmm. within a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so are you, uh, not to just jump right into nationality, but are you Canadian or are I'm you? A, I'm a full-blood Canadian. Full Purebred. <laughs> Purebred. Purebred. Um, raised on, no, a, kind raised of a, on a farm where they bro- bred bread. There is, there is a Canadian farm. Because I knew farm. that you, you went to school in the States. I yeah, did, For yeah. some of it. So yes. then I got confused because I knew you were up there now. But. Right. Um, well, I'm fresh off the boat from Canada mm-hmm. to Los Angeles. Um, Are you living here now? I'm living here oh, now. I just this week, sure. two days ago, uh, got my California driver's license. Congratulations. They make us Canadians take the written test. And then the driving test. You still have to take the driving test? Please. Yeah, it's I've had like a license for 20 years. For God's sake. Yeah. But That's I passed. That's so bureaucratic. So. I was so nervous. I don't nervous, know if though. I would. You know what I mean? I, feel I know. Like I, I was would. so nervous. Mm-hmm. I winged it. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know what? I think I know driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reviewed some things. I, I, I did the they're test. They're embarrassed. Maybe they are like, oh boy, I got it at this point. No, guy. I had a very anal retentive guy. Oh, and everybody else that I asked who took the test was like, oh, I just. Talked about weed with Cruise my guy. Drive. I was like, are you kidding me? That's what you guys, like multiple people have said. They did, maybe they had the same guy. I made out weed. with my guy. I don't know. It was like super loose. See, you know, I was like going to do that to help pass the test, sure. whatever it takes. Uh, my guy was having none of it. I could see in my peripheral vision while, while I was driving every time he marked something down that I did wrong. And oh, no. so 
I got to, and I was driving like a grandmother. I was driving 15 miles per hour. Yeah. And because I don't know miles per hour. I'm, I'm a kilometers man. Oh, maybe that is, honestly, maybe that is one of the main reasons that they make you. I think so. Of that I mean, conversion. It's. I also fully understand. I'm coming I from do. another What's country. True when I'm in Canada. I do sort of go. Right. I think I always drive faster than I think I'm driving. Mm. But if it works both ways, then that just means no, wait, everyone yeah. speeds. So if you're going slower. 120 kilometers an hour, that's sort of just above speed limit oh, here. Oh, then on I the probably freeway. drive too slow. <laughs> that seems right, right? That you would look down as an American, you would look down at that and go, "Oh Jesus!" And yeah, like, and then slow, slow to down. Crawl. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, but that's you fair. did the op- but then you did. But still I'm very 15 miles conscious of it. I just try and keep up with the traffic. But yeah, but I reviewed like the rules and everything like that. But the, he was very anal retentive, and I had to rent a car to take the test because I don't have a car. It's it's a catch twenty two situation here. <laughs> and so an hour before, two hours before the test, I rented a car. This is not relevant to the podcast at all. Is oh, it? this is not there. Listen, we play fast and loose around okay. here. Awesome. We, all of us. Let's be reckless here, and dangerous. Us and the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I rented the car two hours before and then just to make sure I called the DMV before, uh, I got there just to make sure that the, everything was okay with renting a car and, and using that for the test. And cause they give you a list of things that you need to show up with, including someone with a California license oh. to be your chaperone, because if you fail, then they have to drive you home or well, something no, like that. I think But there are other ways to get to the driver, right? DMV well, than having to be Yeah, exactly. This but here's hilarious. the thing. I have a fully legal Canadian license. So if I fail the test, then I just drive home with the license that I've been using. It's dog shit here. It is so much dog shit. shit, And someone needs to pick it up. (laughs) And and so I rented the car and they called them. And I was like, do they have the registration? I looked and I was like, no, there's no registration. But I have the rental contract from, I'll say it, Enterprise. I'll say it. It's not an advertisement. It's not an advertisement. Um, That was bold. I know. I know. But I got to say, the Las Feliz Enterprise... They're the nicest people in the world. I love Shout those guys. Shout out to us. Shout out. Shout out. I've used them twice. They're lovely. Great. Um, they're cool. I don't even know me. where that is. I have to think about where that. Hillhurst. Would be. It's on Hillhurst. Mm. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, you know, Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Lo- people say Los Feliz. It's kind of. I say I mean, Los Feliz. For sure, a bastardization of what's right. Yeah, people say. Los I think Feliz. correct would be Los Feliz. Yeah, Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Absolutely. I but, said that for a little while yeah. before I moved down here. I had friends who lived in Los Feliz. Yeah. And I was made fun of. See, I'm having difficult with That's the Spanish That's peer pressure language. right there. Why can't you have more French? I you know? couldn't agree. Listen, I took French, so I couldn't agree more. <laughs> there you go. Couldn't agree. That was my favorite thing about coming into Canada for the first time and going into Vancouver. You got to use it. Having, like, sitting down on the plane and having a bilingual welcome. Yeah. I think, like, a tear ran down my cheek. I was so excited. I love that too, but now because I've flown so much in the last three months back and forth between Toronto, it's just like, it's just like please stop. This you've is so long. interrupted my movie it in English, and then it starts again, and then you've interrupted it it's in true. French, and it it's does really get old like so yeah. fast. It was fun one flight. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Totally, you're absolutely right. Um, anyway, so I rent this car. I called the DMV, and they're like, "You need a registration for the car, <sighs> and you need it written on your contract that you're renting the car for the purpose of taking the driver's test." I'm like, "What do you care? Why I'm renting yeah. the car? I also rented it because I was like driving around. And I had stuff to do two days ago. Fair. So I was like, "This is perfect because that would be the price of Ubers all over the town." And yeah. Blah 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 blah. Um. So. I have to go back to Enterprise in Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Oh, screw it. I'm really okay with yeah. it. If this is the one place where it gets said properly, kudos to you. Great. Is it kudos or kudos? It's C- kudos. Le kudos. Le kudos. I really don't know. <laughs> uh, it's not a French word. I think it's uh, Greek. 
must be great. I was gonna, I was I gonna guess Greek. that also, yeah. and also have no idea. Totally. Well, we're right. We're great. We're perfect. Two's uh, a crowd. Wait, yep. Nope. That's not a thing. So I go back to them, and they're like, "Okay, well, oh, and the car that I rented was the same car I have back home in Canada." Um, and I'm like, great. I know the dimensions. It's perfect. Like I know how it drives. This is excellent. Yeah. So I go back, I have to switch the car, which I had just gassed up by the way, when I got the call from DMV or called DMV stupid. Uh, so I lost all that gas and got a new car, this like shitty little Ford focus that like you just tap the brake and the whole thing just screeches <laughs> to a halt. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I had, I was late, so I had to drive very poorly all the way to the DMV to make it on time to meet my my buddy who is my chaperone and um but wait why did you have to switch the car because I needed one with the registration in it oh and they just couldn't they just didn't have it and I needed them to write on the contract that I was using the car sorry I missed I missed no but it was so stupid it's like why would you all right so I got all that no problem took the test but I don't think I knew the dimensions of the car that well yeah because all of my I had nine mistakes out of 13 a possible 13 before you fail oh okay so that's a lot yeah every single one of them was uh like oh you know the nose of your car the front of your car was like touching the line at the stop sign you're too close to the car in front of you at the red light right and i'm like i thought i had the right distance but he's like no you got to know your car's dimensions and i i he just didn't care i I tried to talk to him and say something and be like sir i'm not allowed to answer any of your questions oh so uh please just concentrate on that i'm like oh my god but I passed. You did pass. I, I did congratulations. Pass. Thank you. What would have happened if you hadn't passed? How long? Would I, you had to be carless for uh, X amount of time before Well, you I could have again? driven away in my rental car because I rented it with my Canadian license no. and I'm a grown ass man. Uh, this is predicated on the idea that you cannot drive with a license here without a <laughs> California driver's license here. Well, then I would have been screwed, stranded yeah. for days. I wouldn't have been, I, I, been I, able I to. I imagine you would have ended up in prison. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You fail it, you go to prison, you. Do your time there, uh, and then the next day, yeah, I think you got to sleep it off. Just they just they just assume you're drunk or high, and then right. you sleep it off in the tank, mm-hmm. and then you come back the next day and you get, you test it again. Yeah. Why did you feel? Why did you need to get a? Because I want to rent a car. I, I want to lease a what, car, and you have to. Yeah. There's okay. So God, there's so many. Isn't that funny? Honestly, it's not like our two countries. There yeah. really is for all my Canadian friends and my American friends who end up up there. It's so funny the amount of stuff that it's my, insane. I got it. It's very. Stressful. I got my classic story. Yeah. It's not that interesting. I want to hear it. It's pretty short though. Okay. I've maybe told it before, but I was working. I I was I got offered a, a spot to work on Psych, which is in Vancouver, and randomly also got an offer to work on Warehouse 13, which shot in Toronto. Toronto yeah. And My they happened to be uh, they actually overlapped, so they had to like work it out. It was one of those show business things where you're like, yeah. I don't know how any of this is happening. I'm not sure why suddenly like I'm in high You're like champagne problems, shows. but I might lose yeah. one of these gigs, yeah. which really sucks because. Yeah. Normally, I have work, plenty of time everything to ha- Exactly. Yeah. Everything happens all at once. Yeah. So they worked that out. I flew up into Vancouver, got mm-hmm. my paperwork, but my paperwork for Warehouse 13 wasn't ready yet. So I don't know if you've ever had to do this, but so I worked on psych, mm-hmm. flew to Toronto, and then Transpo, when I got to Toronto, had to drive me across Niagara Falls border to, to turn around visa? come in and get new paperwork oh my god and drive back up it was like three hours each way or something I mean, it was it felt very very long yeah and it was one of those things where you just kind of go i i, I this is re- really this yeah. is the only way to do this yeah. anyway i i so for me um because i've i've spent plenty of time in the u.s 
I went to high school in the U.S., so like I'm I'm used to it. And, down but it here. wasn't like a normal. I mean, I wasn't an. It wasn't a normal American John Hughesian high school, right? It was <laughs> something wish. a little different. Yeah, what was it was it? like the movie Taps. It was uh-huh. Valley Forge Military Academy. <laughs> okay. And Taps did film at Valley Forge so Military that was a Academy. Very apt. Yeah. Very. The apt uniforms are the yeah. same. Go watch Taps. It's a very dated reference. Mm-hmm. Great film with some really you know I don't young. Think I've ever seen it. It's great. It's Timothy Hutton, mm-hmm. young. Then we're talking like early mid eighties. Timothy Hutton, Tom Cruise, Sean Penn, George C. Scott, uh, and then like a handful of maybe a few other faces that you'd recognize. Yeah. Um, and it's about cadets who take over their military school oh. and like go up against the National Guard and I like try and take over their their military school because they're going to shut it down. Oh wow! And it gets heated. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Toy Soldiers, which I is yeah. The that would be like, like the '90s reference. Takeover, yeah. yeah, a military academy, yeah. and they they in yes, they still have to. That was a great themselves. movie that I haven't seen since it came out. Yeah, and probably I don't know. Would it age well? I don't know. I don't know either, but I think it's one of those movies where if you're not seeing it for the first time now, it will age beautifully. Like you'll be mm. able to reconnect yeah. with whatever you loved about it right. then. Because there's also that category of movie where you're like, I love this. I now cannot watch it. Right. But I think there are ones that make it that travel over where you're like, eh, would I recommend this as a first watch for someone <laughs> I really respect? Probably yeah. not. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I think, I think so. that's a good assessment. Is that true of Taps? Will I will I be able to connect with Taps if I've never seen it? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. You don't want to be the person that says I will. We only, we didn't even like, it wasn't a movie that we watched at military school because we're like, let's fuck it. Oh, can I swear? Oh, yeah, for sure. For okay, sure. sweet. Let's fucking, and I really <laughs> lean into it. Um, let's fucking watch Taps because it's fucking shot at the school. No, we watched Full Metal Jacket once a week, <laughs> but only the first half of the like the Marine Corps training. Uh, yeah. yeah. Another That's, movie I haven't seen. It's I know horrifying well, and wonderful and bizarre and fucked it up. It's a real war movies. Have, yeah, from, the, from a very young age, fucked. It's me one up. of the worst war films out there. So I hear. Yeah, and it's slash best, but right. it's it's like super machismo. I mean, it's Kubrick, so it's beautifully shot uh, and wonderfully acted, and probably was a nightmare to work on. Um, but I do recommend watching that one. But it, you know, watch it with someone. Don't watch it. By yourself. Right. With a uh, bottle of pills. Yeah, with a bottle of pills. Yep. Pilsner or like pills? We <laughs> <laughs> are in Germany, so it's pills. True, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, Maybe good with a Pilsner. Why did um, you get some... Did, first of all... We're all over the map. Me. I know. This is... Okay. Part, this really is part of the course. That's great. Uh, I can... I immediately assumed you were sent there. Yes. Did you hear you, that? I, uh, you said like, why, why were you, were you sent, sent I was not sent there. Yeah. I chose uh, why, to go that, there. How, presumptuous of me that's okay because that's that is the stereotype yeah. of military schools like if you don't get better grades or pull your socks up yeah. you're going stop to military drugs school or yeah. you're S- military stop school. being rough yeah kid this is the worst parent <laughs> impression ever um so i was not sent there i wanted to go there uh and this is from from uh, toronto. toronto yeah born and raised in toronto yeah. And then when I was 13, I went to military school, Valley Forge Military Academy. Um, I was on a trumpet scholarship. So I was a music nerd as a oh, kid. okay. All right. I played all a right. lot of instruments when I was a kid. Yep. I took to them pretty quickly. Uh, I was no, by no means a virtuoso in any instrument that I played. Um, but there was a couple that I got very good at, I, I would say, but not virtuoso. Um, because I'm, I'm a... If you're a virtuoso, then you really only have your one. Usually, yeah. it's... Then you Unless are breaking you're your back on that one right. instrument. Yeah. Yeah. I was no virtuoso, no Mozart. 
Um, it was like a master of what is it? Master of no wait, jack, jack of, of all, all trades, trades master, master of none. none. That I was a jack of all trades. Um, I feel you've earned that badge more than I have, and I have, I think, given myself that badge on occasion, <laughs> and now I feel I should probably strip myself of my medals. No, keep them. They're lovely, yeah. and they look great, and you wear Thank them you. all the time, Thank and you. I, I think it's nice. It's a good choice. They clink a little bit. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's it's all part of, part of being a jack. Yeah. Um, or a Jill of all trades? Would you say a Jill yeah, of all trades? I get. I don't know. Right. Is that, are those the, that's the pairing? I think so. Jack that's and Jill. The, that's the female. What yeah. is the jack? What is jack of all trades? I mean, where does the jack come from of jack of all trades? That's a good... I think maybe maybe like way back in old English times, yeah. like jack was just a name. Like, hello, jack. Like, yeah. you know, everybody was a jack. That's terrible. But then also, hello, Jill. Hey, Jill. Get with jack. Jack and Jill. I don't feel jack like and Jill went up the hill. At, but they were good at fetching water. And actually, yeah. they weren't even that good at that. So I no, can't imagine weren't. that that's the jack in question. But they were a master of nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They that's just, true. They just dilly dally jack of all trades or master of none yeah jack we got to get to the bottom of that yeah we're gonna have on to figure our, that out on the, on the etymology podcast yes. that you and i start together yeah. to find it's gonna out be great. the origins of all i would answers. totally do that podcast i would too i love the english language because it is such an asshole and it's like just a just a compound of a million other languages yeah and there's like it's a, it's three so or messy. four different words for every object yeah. in the language like the vocabulary is insane having to learn it i can't imagine having to try to learn it as a second language bless no them. it's, it's a all. nightmare yeah so many exceptions to the rules yeah. of grammar it's a nightmare but yeah. i i do love etymology I, I love looking at where i do too we're gonna have to get to the bottom of that okay um to be continued. But Which so, thread are we on right now? Now we're still... Now, okay. So we're, now we're on school. this thread. Yeah, we're on the thread of... I totally get the the music side of it. Was there any part of you that was intimidated by... Had you gone to public school up to that point? Or had I you was gone in to private, private school, actually. My, so my, it's not maybe as much of a shift for well, else, someone like me. It was a intense shift in the idea that I was... Kind of thrust into a Lord of the Flies situation. Sometimes I mistakenly say Lord of the Rings. There was no, <laughs> there was no orcs. It took over. It no really hobbits. tried to take over yeah. the Lord of those. the. All the Lord of's yeah. really got screwed by those movies. That yeah, just they did. Took all the Lords. Lord of the Dance. Lords of Discipline. Doesn't, doesn't stand all of a that. Chance. Yeah, exactly. Lord of the Dance. That's like that's River Michael dancing? Flatley. Yeah, yeah. good pull. Oh, so solid. He's gone. He's Great pointless. Reference. Lord of the Rings. He's is probably so fat now. now. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Michael Flatley is probably just like. Uh, I had my shot. Uh, no, I'm just into me whiskey and me. That's right. My Guinness. That's uh, right. Um, love you, Michael. Never mind. Shout out again. Shout out to shout Michael. Shout out. Uh, okay, so. So I was a music nerd. Yeah. Uh, I was a jack of all trades, master of none mm-hmm. on the instruments. And um, I was at a, a private school in Toronto. And my mom, um, she worked really hard. She had her own company. She was a businesswoman back when women really weren't business leaders and she had a job placement agency that she had started in Montreal with my godfather and then she had moved the offices half the offices to Ontario to do like Toronto and uh, Ottawa and all around um, Ontario the province of Ontario Mm -hmm. and um, so she was very hardworking. we didn't really see everybody that much because everybody we were a big family we're busy my stepdad had two kids. Um, there was three of us, three siblings, uh, are, three so kids in my mom. Okay. I'm the baby of everybody. Okay. So I'm the youngest out of all five of those kids. And brothers or sisters to the two of uh, you? That so goes sister at the top on, on my mom's side, sister, brother, then a little bit of a gap, and then myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like four and a half years younger than my brother. 
And then I have an older stepsister and stepbrother, and they're around the same ages as my brother and sister. Gotcha. So I was like the little baby. I was raised in my mom's office, basically, like when I wasn't at school. I was taking the subway and the buses at probably way too young an age, but just out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had started playing violin when I was three. So when my parents were still together, um, my, my I, I guess when I was three, uh, the, the TV was on. I saw someone playing a violin, and I was fascinated. And I mm. wouldn't shut up about it for days. I was wow. just talking about the violin. And this is all I would talk about. So finally, my mother turned to my father and was like, "Should we just get this kid a violin? Like, I think maybe that's a good idea." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing to, sh- and then we'll shove it in his mouth. <laughs> um, so they, so they got it and uh, they put it in my hands, not in my mouth. And uh, I took lessons and I really fell in love with music. And I, mm. you know, was reading music around the same time I was reading English. And so uh, from there, I started picking up other other instruments like clarinet because I wanted to be a sax player. But they're like, learn clarinet first because it's more difficult. And I'm like, all right. I want to be a cool sax player. <laughs> so then I like did that in saxophone and some piano. And I went to Interlochen Arts Camp, which is in Michigan, um, and really studied like all these instruments quite a bit. But trumpet was one that I started really getting good at. In It was in grade school for music class. You had to pick an instrument that you didn't know. So I knew a bunch. Yeah, no so kidding. I picked trumpet. I want a trombone. I love trombone so much. Still to this day, can't play it. But like when I listen to like a good Frank Thomas from from uh, James Brown playing like a good trombone solo, oh, it's absolute heaven. When you say you can't play it, does that mean you can, but you're not good at it, or you yeah, really aren't? I, okay? I think so. I think if I could play, play it for me, is like I would pick it up and sort of blow into the wrong hole. No, I can still yeah. make sounds that sound all right out yeah. of it. The mouthpiece is massive, and I'm not used to a mouthpiece that big, but but I can make decent sounds out of it. Yeah. If someone was like, this is how you play a scale, I could pick that up. But I just never have. Uh, but trumpet was available, so I picked up trumpet, and I took to it really quickly. And it was just such a weird challenge to take an instrument. I'm used to instruments with you know, multitudes of fingerings, whether it's saxophone or, or uh, violin. And this was like just three, three valves. And I'm like, how the hell are you going to get all these sounds out of it? So I really enjoyed the different style of, of playing and I guess I really took to it and that became quickly my, my best instrument. I, I really glommed onto it. Um, flash forward to me having terrible grades and my mother being like, we should send you away <laughs> and me agreeing because she was like, when I was a kid, I was sent away and it was it was good for me and it oh, okay. built some so independence and yeah, she did. And she was uh, like, that, Maybe you that need makes that. a huge difference, I think, for uh, if a parent has done that. Otherwise, it feels like a monumental decision. Totally. And, and so... It's funny, my dad never believed that I wanted to go to military school. He always thought my mom was just telling me to say that I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. He just never believed until he saw how much I got into it. But, um, but, uh, so we were looking around at schools in the U.S. She's like, go to another country. We're going to send you to another country. And we were looking at private schools. And they were all really kind of snobby and not what I was looking for, Hmm. the places that I, I saw. And... Then we saw a military school and then that kind of just in Wisconsin, which wasn't the one I went to, but really sort of piqued our interest in terms of like options of military schools. Hmm. And my mom comes from a a very long line of military people. Mm -hmm. Um, Every generation in her family has been military. So including her father, my grandfather. Uh, and her brother, my uncle. Um, let me just go through all the relationships. (laughs) Is it the the same in Canada? Yeah. Um, and it is the same. <laughs> and so, 
So we, we, this is the longest story ever. We, we saw in the national paper, the Globe and Mail in, in Canada, the, the, an advert, an, God, advertisement for Valley Forge Military Academy. So we went to the convention center and like had a, a little session watching a video and talking to a guy with the alumni board and he was recruiting people all over the world really, but all over North America to come to the school. And he said they had a fantastic band program. Turns out he was a band alumni as well. Mm. And band was a company. So there was all these different companies at the school. Um, there was the regimental band. There was E-Battery. And they drove, uh, like, um, originally they would have tanks and things like that at the school. But they were, like, way back in the day. But now they just had, like, pickup trucks and Harleys that you could oh, ride. Wow. Uh, D troop was a mounted battalion, uh, mounted company. So they were actually on horseback and we had a polo team at this school, this military school. D troop, I think of as, I think maybe ducks. Is there like a, there might be a cartoon about that's called D troop. That's hilarious. I I mean, there's the mighty ducks. And I also know that there are the very, the many boogie woogie bugle boys of company B. Oh, there were so many. Or maybe there was just I became an excellent bugler. I bet. But Anyways, so the, I, I wanted to ride a motorcycle. I saw the motorcycle. I was like, Mom, I want to ride a motorcycle. I want to ride And she's like, uh. She was looking at the price tag for this place. And with the exchange rate, she's like, I don't think we can afford to send you here. But the regimental band has scholarships. Everybody's on scholarship with this amazing military music program. So she's like, why don't we just have you audition? I'm like, I don't want to do music. I don't want to be a, a band dork. I, w- I want to be like a tough hog rider oh yeah i want to be a tough hog rider <laughs> i want to be real manly and yeah. like honestly that was one of the reasons why i wanted to go to military school was because i was just like this little roly-poly kid that played music a ton i was like i want to be tough yeah i loved gi joe as a kid that was my favorite cartoon and i was like i loved sergeant slaughter was my favorite character in wrestling and in gi joe uh-huh. and i was just like i want to be tough and i want to be in the army <laughs> it's so cool and That's so, great. yeah, but it's I ended up in the band. So I went down there and I auditioned my first audition ever in my life for the regimental band for Colonel Danny Janes, who was our tactical officer and our music director. He was, you know, a Vietnam vet and like just a notoriously tough character, just very scary. And I remember crying in my audition because he was so intimidating. I was oh so God. nervous. And he was like, play, play a C major scale. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> and I'm like flop sweating, which yeah. is something that I still do when I'm nervous. Um, but I think that was probably my first case of flop sweats uh, prepubescently. Uh-huh. And uh, um, so, yeah, I auditioned. I was like, there's no way I got in. And we got an answer back quickly saying Christian made it into the band. I like that guy's sweat. Yeah. Yeah, He's that's some it. good solid we sweat. We work on the trumpet. I only, only want cadets that I can intimidate. That's right. And I can clearly intimidate That's him. right. Yeah, so I got a scholarship. It wasn't a full ride or anything like that, but it helped um, and pay is for it a that lot. Sort of, I mean, is it the thing that people have in their heads? Is there some of that? I mean, is it is it a very, very regimented sort of tough so, get up early in the morning? And are there are a lot of kids there that parents do send their kind of yes. the bad kids? The majority of the school was sort of like you're going to military school kind of things or even courts being like you can go to jail or juvie or you can go to military school and clean yeah. up your act so a lot of kids took that option so the inf- there was a lot there was like 800 cadets at the school it was massive at the time it's it's actually maybe a third of the size right now so it needs a little bit of TLC but um uh, I was just back there for my 20th mm-hmm. high school reunion recently uh which was insane but um so 
yeah, so we show up. My my, I'm very excited. My they have like a little parents barbecue for just my company. We actually show up a week earlier than the rest of the school because oh, we're interesting. we're the most hardcore company. The way we were run because we were all on scholarship. We all had mm. um, we had to keep you know certain level of academics, and we were we were just our bandmaster Colonel James was hardcore, and he was like these these lads need an extra week of training before the rest of the school gets here. And so they put you through something called plebe training, where um, when you first get there, your first six weeks is plebe training. We had seven weeks. So we get there a week before the rest of the school. The whole campus is empty. It's just the band company. And uh, our officers and senior NCOs, our sergeants, they're already, they've already been there a week. They've trained. They're up on their leadership stuff. They're ready to lay into some plebes and train people. <laughs> And so we get there and there's this like beautiful little barbecue with all the parents and the new parents dropping off their cadets. And, you know, the campus is beautiful. It's August. It's super hot. It's late August. Um, And so, you know, we show up and like, I'm just like running around so excited. I'm like, mom, just leave me alone. You're embarrassing me. And she's like about to give her kid away to this military school. And I think she was, you know, worried and, and sad at the same time. But she also knew that this was something that I needed and that uh, I was probably in for a rude awakening. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was being kind of rude to her. I'm just like, leave me alone. I'm like, I want to meet my new friends. Like, right. I'm thinking this is going to be camp. And it's right. going to be fun, like adventure camp. Great. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like 13, a little chubby cheeks. I'm tiny. I was a tiny kid. Aww. And um, just so excited. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm going to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't because that was a different company. So right. I was in band. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. So no hogs for it me. It followed you. Yeah. Everything exactly. about you followed you. Totally. Got it. And so, uh, but I decided to quit violin and not bring it with me because I'm like, I'm going to get beat up if I bring a violin to military school, mm-hmm. even in the band. <laughs> so I didn't bring it. I quit. And I still regret uh, that to this day that yeah. I gave up on violin. Um, so, you know, I'm like, go away, mom, go away. And they're all like, thank you so much for bringing your son to us. We're going to take good care of him. This is his other family, his oh, home no. away from home. No. You can write, you can call. I'm so scared. You're making me so nervous. All this stuff. And it was like wonderful. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm in for an adventure. This is great. And so I'm like, bye, mom. Bye, 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 bye. Go, 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 go. And, you know, all the parents kind of get ushered off. And as they walk away down the hill, they're like, okay, so let's just get you up in a line. Great. Now face forward and don't fucking look at me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't look at me. Why are you smiling? Wipe that fucking smile off your face. And they were like in our faces and all of us were just like, holy shit. I have made a massive real. mistake. Oh my God. Is it ever real? And so oh my God. it was fucking scary as shit. Jesus Christ. And our company was the only company. It, it, so Valley Forge Military Academy and College. Oh. It has a two year junior college and four years academy. Oh. So the academy is high school. And then junior college is two years. So young. So little. I was 13. God. And I was the youngest cadet in my company. And then, uh, and a foreigner at that, which I didn't realize was going to be an issue, but it was. And then, so our company had junior college and academy. So we had kids. We're the only company that mixed the two student bodies. Uh, So we had college kids who were like, you know, like 20 or 21, 22 in charge of 13 year olds. Oh, God. And. It was fucking scary and yeah. vicious and there was hazing yeah. and it was like oh god like crazy shit happened in our in our first year. We actually had a bit of a problem with hazing and and with some individuals that ended up towards the end of the first semester of the year getting kicked out for beating the crap out of us essentially. But it was absolutely 
insane, but it was hardcore and we were the best company on campus and we were like super proud of that and we worked the hardest and we were up before the rest of the campus and like in the mess hall first and then we were in the band hall practicing before people were getting out of first mess breakfast yeah. and then we would train, you know, as a seated concert band like for an hour and a half, two hours in the morning, then we'd go to class and then we would march in, in in the sort of noonday parade with the rest of the core, but we'd have to like play music and march for everybody and then rush down to eat second mess and then rush up to third or to the, the afternoon period. And then we would train in the evenings. It was like, it was crazy hardcore. And uh, so we were this really cool, cool. We were this professional high school band, high school college band that would travel a lot because we were all on scholarship and we sounded great. We yeah. were all in fantastic mu- music shape because yeah. we trained so much and we learned music theory was like on top of the academics. We had to take U.S. Army courses in leadership and map reading, uh, marksmanship. We had to earn our U.S. Army uh, marksmanship badges um, for you know firing, shooting. And then on top of that, we also had to take music theory and pass that. And that was taught by Colonel James and he scared the shit out of us. And, uh, but we respected the hell out of him. But then at night we were the only company that didn't have a night tactical officer, like an adult who was in charge at night, who would be in the building to make sure everything went well. The rest of the companies on campus did, but we didn't because we were the best campus or best company and didn't, you know, we never had anybody fall out of line and it was because our cadets, our leadership they all policed their own. Yeah, I was gonna say if it's if it's scholarships, then then you don't have the element as much of like I don't even want to be here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, some of us were, but like if you really didn't want to be there, you would have just thrown the audition and then not got in. Right. And so everybody kind of wanted to be there, and everybody was trying really hard, and everybody was scared shitless of Colonel James, and uh, our our first leadership branch of the company was used to controlling things like for for years because we never had a night tack things just kind of slowly i think devolved into chaos at night when when there was no adult supervision and like crazy shit went down and then halfway through the year it all exploded it all came out and like a whole bunch of people were like pulled up in front of honor councils and then kicked out or demoted uh, this, this isn't the hazing. This is this separate. is hazing. Oh, it is the hazing. Okay. This is hazing. A whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I won't go into details, uh, mainly because you know, like I, I would also love to put this into a project one day oh, yeah. because I think it's a fascinating thing. Yeah. I've got some short stories yeah, about I it. Mean, but God, when it, you, th- this is what I'm talking about. The idea of you saying like, I went to high school in the states. Yeah. Like high school, there should there has to be a, such a qualifier to that because. We all have sort of an idea of what high school right. means, and this is just not that. No, you know, this, this was so all all male. Different. It was kind of a hardcore environment, and uh, but it was so much fun at the same time. Like once you get through plebe training, plebe training was insane, absolutely insane. Like it would take me a while to kind of go through some of the things we had to do, but um, like I couldn't speak in first person. I had to speak in third person. I couldn't say I, me, or my. Uh, I had to say plebe brune, which having those t- double B's really sucked. Plebe yeah. brune, plebe yeah. brune uh, at all times. So if I wanted to go to the latrine, I'd have to you know, get permission to go to the latrine to go to the bathroom. So I'd have to ask a squad sergeant, like plebe brune request, you'd, you'd have to knock on the door of your squad sergeant. Um, sergeant plebe brune request permission to go to the latrine. Uh, granted, thank you, Sergeant. And not only could you not just walk to the latrine it, within your own barracks, you had to march 
to the latrine. And not only did you have to march to the latrine, you had to square the hallways to the latrine. And what squaring the hallways was, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So literally like march down the hallway until you meet an obstacle. You're not looking around. You're marching the whole time. Um, they also made us wear bathrobes and like our Shaco helmets on our heads Good just to embarrass grief. us or something. Yeah. But they had to be shined at all times. Like you had everything had to be shined on your gear. No other company was this hardcore at all. Yeah. We only us. And this isn't hazing. This is just training. And so we would like march down the hallway looking like idiots wearing a blue bathrobe and like this this helmet shined perfectly. All the brass shined our shoes. Every th- piece of anything that could be shone yeah. had to be and it would be inspected by anybody from private up. So you had to be like perfectly shone before you went to the bathroom. So you better be like ready to go. Otherwise, you're not getting permission to go to the bathroom. So then you get permission. First of all, you have to march to your squad sergeant's room. Mm-hmm. So you square the hallway. And if, if, if the old boys, the old men who are, who've been there over a year, if they're a private corporal up, if they hear you squaring a hallway and they want to fuck with you, all they have to do and they would, oh, would yeah. just slide their garbage outside oh, their door, their yeah. little garbage can. Yeah. Cause that's an obstacle. So yeah. you would march and then you would hit the garbage can. So you would halt left turn or left face, Take one step forward, halt, right face, one step forward, right face, one step forward, left face, oh and then continue marching. God. And if there was a lot of gar- if it was garbage day, yeah, yeah. whatever, like you would be squaring. And it would take you literally 10 to 15 minutes to get to the latrine before you could relieve yourself. <sighs> and it was a nightmare. And they could fuck with you on the way and like just mess with you and inspect you and all this stuff or make you square the hallways again. And you'd have to do two floors. So if you're on the, the second floor of the barracks, you would have to then do the first floor as well. And then you go to the latrine. Oh my God. It Man. was crazy. But they made a square everywhere. So that was within the, the building. When we were outside on campus, we were either marching to being marched places or we had to march everywhere by ourselves as an individual. And we weren't allowed to like carry our our school bag on our shoulder. We had to carry it in our hands. So we'd be like having like loaded up uh, you know like books in our in our uh, duffel bag and then we would be marching and we sw- we had a British style of marching yeah. at the school which they've done away with but we'd have to swing our arms like we look so goofy. So you're in uniform by yourself, Amazing. not looking yeah. around, yeah. marching. And then if you see an officer, you have to salute the officer and say, sir. Oh, and then he returns. And then you keep marching. But you had to march everywhere. And we, all plebes on the whole campus had to do that. But we were the only ones who had to do it all year. Like the rest of the companies after plebe training was done and they were a new cadet, they were considered, quote, a cadet. Um, they could do away with all that. You could say, I, me, or my, but not my company. We had to march all year. We had to speak in third person all year. It's insane. So we couldn't say plebe brune after plebe training. Then we would say new cadet brune, oh. which is even more of a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. So you have to yeah. say new cadet brune this, new cadet brune, new cadet brune that, and you would have to march everywhere, uh, except the barracks. They finally did away with that after plebe training. But we were also the only company that slow marched, which was a British tradition, and uh, we had to play our instruments while slow marching in parade as we did a pass and review. Uh, sorry, not a pass and review, but just a. Um, I forget what it was called actually, but because it was so important to have like perfect slow march together as a unit, then they would make us square the corridors doing slow march, which doubled the length of time it took to get to the latrine or anywhere within the building. And it was, it was nuts. The but is the, and so is the idea, I mean, I, I guess this is discussed about like army stuff and whatnot, but is the, is the idea like, we're just going to break you down and then yes. build you back up again yeah. and, and it break works? you down to nothing. And it does work did it establish a, a 
like a uh, a work ethic that you've held on to because I could also see myself once I was done with that being like fuck that. a lot of people were now like I'm that. really gonna be loosey-goosey again when you know? I went to university my academics fell apart because I was like what girls what cigarettes yeah marijuana drinking comedy yeah all right well that was my next question was like how much of that was there any time for you ever exposed to at all in those formative years of high school being there like did you have anything that became uh co-op like co-ed like any kind of dances or anything pornography like that? straight up porn straight up porn smuggled um, in. if you it, could yeah, smuggle it in it was illegal uh you'd have to hide it but everything in your it's funny i actually just wrote a short story about this for a um for a uh uh, a compilation of stories about nerds and dating, which is coming out oh, later nice, on the year. Nice. Yeah. Um, so my story is actually pending dark horse approval because yeah. uh, they're the publishers. But, um, um, but yeah, like you, you would get, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So if you had leave, which you didn't have during plebe training, but once you were a new cadet, if you had leave, you could go either into town and maybe you could buy a, like a porn. If, if there was like a shady, corner uh-huh. store that would let you or you would have someone older buy it for you this is pre-internet yeah oh for um, sure yeah and uh this is in the mid 90s early 90s um and i'm being very ron frank i guess i barely know you and i'm telling you about like buying <laughs> porn as a, a high school cadet we were so fucking horny I'm and sure. so lonely it I'm was sure absolutely like wrap my head we're going it. through puberty 800 boys going it. through puberty or having just gone I, through it with like raging sex drives, yeah. so fucking horny. Yeah. You would catch people jerking off all the time. I was gonna say, everywhere. I just don't know where you have any privacy. You really there, didn't. Were there gay boys there? That yeah, like, there were. Yeah. There were a few. So they were at least. But gay they, or something. this was like, yeah, this was if like, they could. if they could. But it, it was very taboo. And this was the '90s. This was when everybody said like, "Oh, that's so gay. Oh, don't be so gay." Like that was just like part of the terminology, and it's something that that the only time I've actually heard that recently said anywhere was in Calgary of all places last year I was there for a con and uh I heard three random people including like a really cute girl in her 20s a, a server who was who was um uh serving me at uh, at like a chain restaurant yeah uh, I was off gluten at the time and I was like, what do you have that's off gluten, like no gluten? She's like, well, you could get this or we have a gluten free bun on that or you get a salad, but that's pretty gay. I was just like, oh my <laughs> God, what is this 1997? Like yeah. what the hell? Yeah. Um, but like that was the terminology. And so we were a little bit more open minded in the band because we were all artists in a sense. Like mm-hmm. we loved music. We were a little bit more sensitive, I guess, mm-hmm. that way. We were hardcore about what we did, but I think we were just more open-minded. And um, I, I certainly think there was a few people in my company that might have been gay but didn't want to come out or didn't yeah. even know. Like, a lot of people yeah. just didn't know. And that is, like, the most machismo environment out right. there. I mean, it's the military. And this was the years of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, mm-hmm. which was, like, just a step forward but still fucking terrible right. if you were gay and in the military. And, uh, um, you know, we've come a long way and we still have much farther to go but, um, but like you just didn't come out in that environment. I remember we did have uh, a cadet who was gay in my company and I always respected him so much because I was like, he was out and he was proud and he didn't care. He did really he didn't come, care did what it, you think. Did anybody, did he get extra no. hazing or anything? No, he didn't. Well, that's, uh, that's he would maybe get made fun of mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. People would joke about it, but they also kind of joke, joked about it with respect. Like nobody actually truly like hated the guy or anything mm-hmm. like that he was like a real personality i really liked him and he was out and proud and 
and we were all fine with it. And I, mm. I was really, it was nice to see that. And I know yeah. that there was other companies where like, so like one cadet would be caught with another cadet doing something. Um, I even remember wrestling with someone on a bunk and he started grabbing me in my junk and, mm-hmm. And I responded in like trying it out as well because mm-hmm. like I just didn't know. I was like, well, yeah. what's going on? And then I was like, ah, no, I don't think this is for me. Yeah. And, you know, it was just like one of those moments of like, oh, I think that kid might be gay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But like we were all just trying to figure out our sexuality. We were all lonely as fuck, horny as hell, in the throes of puberty and that's a nightmare environment. And like you just masturbate as much as you can. <laughs> As much as you can, all the time, whenever you have, like, your roommate has class and you have a period off, you're like, let me adjust the blinds. We had these same sorts of blinds, but all the windows had to be dressed the same, Venetian blinds. They had to be dressed the same, so they had to be, like, all the way down and open so that the sunlight was coming in. But, like, you would figure out that this is so ridiculous. (laughs) So... So if you go up to the blinds, I'm doing it right yeah. now, folks. I know Do this is a podcast. Cord? I think so. So, folks, I'm going to the little thing that you turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these Venetian blinds, yeah. where we are, mm-hmm. are open. Mm-hmm. So this would be proper window dressing for the day, let's say. Just kind of wide open. At a kind of wide open, letting the light in. So yeah. if I was to just turn the thing uh-huh. and rotate it like that much, yeah. it's just like enough that you could get away with the light still being through and that if an inspector came by and was like, fix your window dressing, he wouldn't really notice because it's right. like, well, it's open, sir. Sorry, right. I guess it just wasn't open all the way. But it's enough to sort of protect you from people walking by you to see you jerking all off. all of the ways to... to you, you had to. You had to be so crafty <sighs> and you would get caught all the time and people who got caught, you would have to... Other companies would really do this. We didn't do it as much because Colonel James would destroy us um for being out of uniform but like people would make people wear one of their white parade gloves on the hand that they were using just one glove and they would have to walk around campus until some officer was like take your freaking take that fucking glove off your hand you idiot you're out of uniform yeah but like they would make kids would make other cadets like wear one white glove on the hand they were using because they were caught jerking off it like just became a game everybody wanted to catch people all the time well would you (laughs) It's funny that like everyone does it to each other, even though everyone should just have empathy because totally. everyone's in the same position. It's totally. such classic social behavior. It's but, so weird. But like, and so um, do you think that uh, in in terms of formative years with, I mean, I, I guess stuff happens like when you're a kid too, that becomes like a very little kid that becomes a turn on. But do you yeah. think that like there were, there are sexual predilections that were shaped by the kind of like, Oh my God, I really can't get caught or like, you know what I mean? The, right. All those sort of the ritual that goes yeah. along with that, along with everything else <laughs> in military school that becomes like sort of a, either an aversion so. to or a turn on. I think so. Uh, first of all, it's a super homoerotic I- environment. Yeah. All boys, anything, all male, anything. Yeah, there is there is homoeroticism in it, and and you know the military and people in the military, I, I don't think would ever ad- admit that, but it doesn't mean that it's sexual. It's just homoerotic. Mm-hmm. Like there, you like our showers, we had five shower heads in a row, mm-hmm. and you would just be in one room, and you would be in line with your towel around you, watching, waiting for a towel uh, for a shower to open up, yeah. so that you could throw your towel on the hook. And take the place of like, we wouldn't even turn off the shower. There'd just be a line of people at night before you went to to bed. 
Um, and so like you just got used to seeing each other naked all the time. Plus you were just so fucking randy yeah. that you would just run around naked because you had cabin fever. In the winter, <laughs> you didn't want to walk half an hour into town if you had leave. We could either walk into town on leave or take a little short bus that would drop us off at the King of Prussia Mall, which is the biggest mall or second biggest mall in America, which mm-hmm. was nearby. That was really the only way you could get off campus. And so, and like just to get off campus was freedom. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't fucking believe as a teenager when you're just so full of energy and you had to be in uniform the whole time. You couldn't be in civilian clothes. You weren't allowed to have civilian clothes. So you'd have to be in uniform. Then you'd have to walk 20 minutes to get off campus, the route that they would let us take. And then another 20 minutes to get into town just to get like a hoagie or like a (laughs) stromboli. That you wanted to eat so bad because oh, the food was so fucking God. terrible. Yeah. And, and just to get the freedom, like the second you passed that, that gate and you walked out into a residential neighborhood and there was no eyes on you, it was like the most heavenly mm. feeling just to have freedom. I could cry now just thinking about yeah. it. And it was just so wonderful. And you would like sneak cigarettes and you would like hide behind something and you'd try and like just smoke and not get caught and just like do whatever like I started smoking when I was 14 because as what the cool kids were doing and I'm like you didn't want to get the shit kicked out of you you want to be a, a cool kid and you're like I'm gonna smoke cigarettes sure and that's how you did it and like uh it's one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life and I smoked for 16 <sighs> years until I was 30 and then quit um and I, I wish I'd never done that to begin with yeah. but like you just did whatever you could fucking do to survive yeah and you also made like the closest friendships possible. Oh my God, I'm sure. But yeah, like I said, I mean, we were all very comfortable with our bodies, even though we were uncomfortable with our bodies as they were changing and going like we just, it was such a weird environment. We would be naked around each other all the time. There was yeah. one kid who threw on just parade belts and borrowed someone's sword because officers and <laughs> would have sabers and sergeants, uh, senior NCOs would have swords. And I just remember him marching down the hallway and he had a massive schwanz and it was like swinging back and <laughs> forth. And we were all laughing because we're just like, oh my God, look uh, at this guy marching naked down the hallways back yeah. and forth. Because in the winter, you wouldn't walk off campus because it was just too right. cold and right. snow everywhere. This is in Pennsylvania. So... Which that says a lot about how cold and uncomfortable it would have been to totally. have done everything you just described about that yeah. feeling of freedom and still being like, and we're not, I can't do it. And also, it. We're, we're wearing black leather Oxfords that we spit shine. <laughs> and to walk through the snow, you slide everywhere. It's yeah. cold as hell. Like you just, there's no way you're going off campus. So gotcha. you would have full cabin fever. Yeah. And people would just be horny and they couldn't meet girls in town. And like I was bad at it. So I just never did. Or if you were at the mall, you couldn't talk to, I couldn't talk to the girls cause I was just so nervous mm-hmm. and like, it just felt like a piece of shit. I couldn't talk to, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I was this little nerd and like you would go to the Fredericks of Hollywood <laughs> to grab a catalog <laughs> In uniform as like a 14, 15, 16 year old kid in like dressed up like a little soldier. You walk in and they're like, can I help you? And you're just like, oh, just, you know, uh, I'm just looking for something for my girlfriend. Uh, She, uh, what do you have in a thong variety? Um, uh, Oh, you have a catalog. I'll just grab this. And you would like take a catalog because that was legal. To, yeah. to look at because yeah. there was no nudity but it was like close enough because yeah. it's fucking racy fucking yeah. lingerie and you would like keep that in your desk and jerk off to that like yeah. you would just whatever you could yeah. do or and use so your no, imagination would they like talk 
toss your cells that's not a thing <laughs> i mean it is a thing certainly not there would they like rifle through your stuff yes for inspections so they what would go happens what happens to the magazines then they if they found a it. porno you would probably get hauled up in front of your but what about that catalog get, catalog you're like there's no nudity in it sir like you would have to explain it and they would either just be like no freaking way and like throw it out yeah or they'd be like just roll their eyes and just ignore it yeah kind of thing because because ultimately like you got to give these kids an outlet like they need yeah. to they there's so, where we were just so horny there was a rumor that they put saltpeter in the food to curb our sexual outfits, oh, really? which i is think is terrifying thing? yeah oh, apparently like my. saltpeter like wait can, what like, is saltpeter i don't know it, it's it's a chemical i think it's a natural substance it's actually one of the substances that goes into gunpowder of oh, all things like charcoal saltpeter and uh-huh, something else mm-hmm. sulfur go into making gunpowder, which is an explosive combination. Oh, I guess I know all this because I was watching Taboo that... Um, oh, right. There you go. What's the FX name? show with Yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, saltpeter, taken on its own, I think curbs your sexual appetite. Wow. Which I think is a terrible thing to do. Nowadays, they're probably to, like, here's some antidepressants. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of kids were on Ritalin mm-hmm. and there was like a black market for selling Ritalin because if you didn't need Ritalin, it was, I think, an upper. But if sure. you had ADHD or whatever, it would calm you down exactly right exactly right. so there's like a black market for that like kids selling their like adderall yeah like yeah. It, like anything like that where you can sort of flip the yeah script you can yeah you can flip it. you can take exa- and so what about like so contemporary culture would you get to go to movies do you have time to yeah. do that at king of yeah Mall? You, you would you, you would, would totally to if, music you, if you had enough time the, sure what, what were you into um I was into army flicks because that's what we'd watch so every once in a while. You would, we had a day room for um, old men only like no new cadets were allowed in there, but people of rank and who had been there over a year could be in there in our company room. And it just like was just like couches and a TV and a shitty old VCR. <laughs> and I remember we would watch we would get permission if we had some rank and we would watch X-Files on Friday night on oh, Fox. Yeah, so we'd stay up late because sure. we school the next day. So that was like really such a fucking treat and so exciting. In fact, I think it was at 9 p.m. And then Taps, which is Lights Out, was at 10 p.m. So we'd be able to watch it. And then we'd have to run to our, our racks, as they call it, our, ba- yeah. our beds. Um, so we'd watch X-Files. We'd watch Full Metal Jacket like every week. Amazing. Yeah. We'd listen to a ton of rap music. The cool thing about this school was it was incredibly multicultural. Oh, nice. And we had kids from all over the world. Well, yeah. But all it. over, really my company was like all over um, the US. And so we had people from like Alabama and Virginia, New York, California, like everywhere. So I got to study so many accents because I lived with these guys and sure. they were my roommates and like I had a roommate from Oklahoma and like, you know, you just kind of pick up their dialects and, and people made fun of me so well, hard for say, my Canadian accent. I was going to say, and you were a foreigner. You said like yeah. you didn't know that was going to be Yeah, a thing. so my first year, that was the biggest beef that people had with me was that I was Canadian. <laughs> and I remember I had one sergeant. Uh, he used to come into my room every night and he would lock me up. And when they say lock me up, that means put you at attention. You'd stand at attention. You can't look anywhere. Yeah. And he'd just get in my face. And as a joke, he would do it as a joke. But he would just get in my face and be like, uh, what the fuck are you doing here? Go back to your fucking country, you fucking Canuck. Nobody wants you here, you fucking goddamn Canuck. Go back to your fucking country. And he would just like get in my face. And he was like this skinny, spindly fucking, drove me insane, this, this yeah. asshole. Uh, and then one night I just exploded on him. Oh, you did? Yeah, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, you he just do have a show. It was a bad you, day. you have like five different series in you just from all this oh, totally. stuff that happened. Totally. And like I, I broke, I think. I broke, 
I just broke yeah. and I got in his face. I yelled out like, fuck you. Don't you fucking say that to me. Blah, blah, blah. Like it was just after weeks of this from this guy. Yeah. And he did it as a joke. Yeah. And he didn't mean it. I could see in his eyes that he was like, oh, oh, fuck. Right. Oh, fuck. I think that happens I think I a lot too with far. kind of bully-ish totally. behavior. There's that weird line. He that caught made, me on a bad yeah. day or yeah. like, you know, like I was in a bad mood. Something happened. And I just exploded on him. And then like everybody, like a bunch of sergeants came into my room. And usually they'd be like, shut the fuck up. Get yeah. back into attention. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. like, but they saw what he was doing. And then were like, okay, get the fuck out of here. Get out of his room. Leave him alone. Don't do that again. And they like let me get away with it because yeah. he was doing something wrong. And this was a year when bad shit was happening in my company and shit had already gone down. They're like, let's not fuck with this anymore. You should know better and kicked him out of my room. But karma is a bitch and um, someone, he was not super liked. He was okay, but not super liked. Someone took a picture of him in the shower naked one day <laughs> And this is back in the day of film. Thank God there wasn't any digital cameras oh, yeah, back right? when we were there. Holy shit. Um, but this was film. Someone took a picture of him naked in the shower, like turning around like, hey, hey, don't. <laughs> like one of those photos, like hand out, like stop. Yeah. Hey, what Where are you it's doing? it's clear yeah. they it's, are nervous about what is going yeah, on. Yeah, they're like, they, they turn around yeah. and notice there's a camera and yeah. they're buck naked in the shower. Yeah. Um, and it was parent-teacher weekend. And we had this glass display in the front foyer of our barracks when you get inside foyer i think you pronounce it in the I front mean, foyer listen, it depends on how fancy All right, you want to sound as an american oh i would say so I, would, fancy. Would I, say, I think i might say foyer okay it's good it's all that french training so in the foyer in the front front foyer of the barracks there was this glass case and someone had broken the lock put the picture of him naked closed it and put a different lock on it oh and yeah and so parents started coming in and seeing this picture of this naked guy and laughing you could hear everybody laughing yeah laughing 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 i don't think he had a small penis or anything like that i just it was funny to see a naked kid yeah and like we were kids like as much as he was so much older to me he was a kid uh we all were and and i just remember peeking my head out to see like what this commotion was and there he was like desperately <laughs> trying to get into the fucking glass case and trying to break oh, the lock and like no. fuck uh, like just so yeah. desperate yeah. and like probably crying and just like uh, and like oh, parents just being like god. oh my god oh my god and everybody laughing their yeah. ass off and I was just like well you kind of fucking deserved it so yeah. fuck you yeah. and like it's not the end of the world I think it's a great fucking prank so yeah, that is a, fuck that's you a you're a dick to me line. and like I didn't need to do anything yeah. to get back at him yeah it all worked out. Yeah. You didn't have to get caught something. I cannot believe this, but I am already uh, close to the hour mark, and Holy I got to get into this mash game with you, which I'm very excited about. Okay. Um, so do you know mash? Yes, a little bit. House? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna. You're gonna give me three of each category that I tell you, and then in the end, it'll be like an eeny meeny miny mo where you'll end up with one from each category. Okay. Up to and including mansion, apartment, shack, or house, which is a sort of predetermined Holy shit. Uh, okay. category wise. Okay. So first category is, um, <clears throat> three movies, uh, that you can jump into, uh, at your discretion. You're totally safe and you're not reenacting the plot. You're just living with those characters and sort of living in that world. Like I want to, or are you going to make me? No, it's, this is all you, this is like a, this is like gifts okay. to you. It's like all positive. Unless you want to, so be like my cruel favorite movies yourself. that I would love to yeah. live with inside. Yeah, like what would you love to jump into and hang out in? Tommy Boy. Okay, great. Hands down, first and foremost, Tommy Boy. Great. Number two, The Fifth Element. Great. 
One of my favorite films. Both of those. One of my favorite films. Right. Um, number three. I'm going to go for like just... Oh, it's so hard. There's so many good movies. Yeah, you'll think of like 20 after this I know. too. That you'll be like, why did I I've got I say? like too many in my head already. I was at Universal Studios yesterday for the first time uh, at the theme park or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they had the Jurassic Park ride there and Jurassic Park was one of my favorite oh, films so growing good. up. Yeah. I don't think I want to be in that world so much. Uh, I would say Scott Pilgrim, but it's set in Toronto and I'm used to that and I love it. <laughs> um, oh, fuck it. Amelie. Oh great! Yeah, because it's oh, so beautiful and great. so wonderful and so whimsical. Yeah, that's like that's sh- that. I, I don't know if that's ever made it onto a list, and I think it's just because it's been a while. But like right. anybody that really thinks about it, like fuck yeah, that's a great great answer. Okay, um, next category in uh, the world that you and I live in. You mentioned it before with your gluten gluten free buns. Uh, that is a thing I have to do uh, <laughs> on a daily basis. Yep. Um, uh, Things, three foods that in this world aren't great for you for one reason or another. In our MASH universe, they are not only available to you with a snap of a finger, but they're also good for you. So in perpetuity, whenever you want it, it could be as specific as a thing that you know you had one time that you wish you could have again, or just something very, like burgers. Right. Okay, I'm going Ninja Turtles on this first one. Okay. Pizza. Great. Yes. Yes. Because like yes, I, yes. I could eat pizza every day. I would love to. It's a perfect food. Oh, it's so bad for you. I know. Oh, heaven. Um, uh, a Berlin Döner. Okay. It's a like a Döner sandwich. It's like you'd say Donner or Donaire. Mm-hmm. I lived in Berlin for a year, and the Berlin Döner is like this Turkish sandwich that only really grew up in Berlin, and is it's a legit incredible thing. What's in it? It's so it's like meat from a spit, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. is Carved you know the off, Turkish yeah. sort of Middle Eastern kind mm-hmm. of way as well. Yeah. Um. So you could get a chicken doner, or you could get a like beef and lamb doner. Uh. So they slice it off, um, almost like a hero or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's the they had these big circular wheels of bread, Turkish bread, but you could only find them in Berlin. Okay. So Berlin had this huge Turkish population after World War One. They needed to rebuild a lot of um. Germany and Berlin and they brought in a lot of Turkish immigrants and Berlin is actually the second largest Turkish city in the world after Istanbul. Interesting. Um, A lot of racial tension there but and a lot of cultural clash but um, but also a lot of wonderful influences as well Hmm. and I lived in a Turkish neighborhood an Arab Turkish neighborhood in in Berlin when I moved there which was a very interesting experience as as a foreigner as as well as an Auslander as they called us Auslanders. Um, and, uh, and so the Döner was like a snack. So they take this big wheel of Turkish bread that was only really found in, actually you probably get in Turkey, they probably brought it there, but you would slice it in, into four pieces. So you get this big triangular wedge Mm -hmm. and it's huge. Mm -hmm. And so they would open it and then they would grill it first to get it all crispy. And then they open it up and they would smear, schmear, Mm -hmm. um, uh, schaufzose, like, spicy sauce like chili sauce yeah yeah and then knoblauch uh uh which is like garlic creamy mm-hmm, sauce mm-hmm. and then you would load the meat in and then you would get a ton like a ton of veggies like a ton of chopped cucumber chopped Yum. tomatoes chopped red cabbage chopped like white yeah. cabbage uh, and then they would sprinkle oh. it with spices on top and it would just and then some so more good. like like tahini or whatever but yep, it was the yeah. bread it was this yeah. sesame turkish bread this big massive and it was heavy it was like like a pound and a half uh-huh. it was like a meal it would probably 
you could have it for two meals, uh-huh. but I would have it for one. Yeah. It was so good. And it would cost you like two euros. So like when I was yeah. like, you know, it was 10 years ago when I lived there, didn't really have a lot of cash and I was on a budget. It's like, that's a huge meal for you for like two euros. It was yeah. like nothing or three euros. So a, a Berliner Döner and D-O with the umlaut, N-E-R, oh, okay. Döner. Okay. Yeah. Let me add this. Got to get that right. But we would say a Donner or a Donor or a okay. Donaire in, in English. Okay. And then you have one last one. Ooh. Uh, oh, these are all so savory. I was going to say, I just, I wasn't, I, no, it was no judgment. I was trying to wonder if, I was wondering if there was like a sweet tooth thing or if I was do all... have a total chocolate. Like I have a, I'm, I love chocolate. Okay. Um, I guess I should choose something sweet. You don't have to. This is yours. This is all your Ugh. choices. You could go, you could say like a giant uh, plate of pasta. You can say uh, Doritos. I don't know why I'm coming up empty. Doritos. I mean, those are great. Yeah. I eat those with hot sauce sometimes. And that takes me, that was something I ate at military school mm-hmm. all the time. Um, actually, that brings me to hot sauce. Okay. The hot sauce, the first, I love spicy food yeah, all because of military school. Interesting. And it was because we had these bottles of really cheap hot sauce from New Orleans, um, uh, Crystal's hot sauce, Louisiana okay. style. You can get it at Ralph's. You can't yeah. get it in Canada. So I've been without it for years and years. That's I would why bring you moved it to back. California. Exactly. That's the reason. To get that hot sauce. Mm-hmm. It's like the cheapest hot sauce, Crystal's, but I love it so much. It's know. my favorite in the world. I'm going to put Crystal's new, hot sauce down. I'm, gonna, I'm always interested in a new hot sauce. So it's it's just your standard Louisiana yeah. style Yeah. Maybe hot I sauce. bought it and I just didn't even pay attention just as like, oh, this is a different bottle. Honestly, it's whatever. better than Frank's. It's the same okay. style as Frank's, but it's the best. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, that took a long time great. to answer that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all great. Uh, okay, let's do... Well, let's do uh, alternate universe uh, talents since you said something about regretting the violin. Not to say you have to do that in this, mm-hmm. but three things that you wake up tomorrow and you are outstanding at. Athletics. Great, 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 great. I always want to be skinnier and and just like more athletic. That's always been a hang-up of me. Understood. I, I've always been a, a, a chubby kid. And like, just always wanted to be like, not even like slim, but just like athletic. And there have been times in my life where I have been. Um, I'm currently not that. And I'm (laughs) (laughs) literally this morning I was watching like diet and exercise videos on BuzzFeed. Amazing. And I'm like, I need to do one of these 30 day challenges and like lose 20 pounds because I want to lose 20 pounds. I got to get rid of it. Yeah. So that's one. Just a general athleticism. great. Great, great, great. And then two more. Uh, I want to be way better at guitar. I'm self-taught and I'm terrible. Right. Again, and yet I've played I, again, people, this but. is a real uh, grain of salt with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say that you're bad at an instrument, I assume you're really good. Uh, okay, but uh, <laughs> athletic. Okay, guitar. I'm not. And then um, number three. I'll play some for you after, and you can see how bad I am. Hello, beautiful. Scott just suddenly decided Hi, with Scott. a small whimper that he Little needed whimper. attention from Christian. Oh. Um, oh, dogs are so wonderful. They're pretty great, right? I want a dog so badly. Well, it's lonely moving to a new city, you yeah. know, and like you need like like a little dog friend. Well, there's no shortage of dogs that need homes here, so you may find yourself with one. That's true. Yeah, that's wonderful. That or you can foster one, you know, if you yeah. wanted to like see if you really you know could do it or want. That's to. true. That is absolutely right. Um, okay, so uh, athletics, third, guitar, third skill. Um, um, da 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 da. It has to be grounded in reality. Well, 
I was going to say, like, sometimes I do, like, sort of superhero stuff, but maybe I'll do that as a different category. So okay. We'll save, okay, great. We'll save the supernatural. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, then I will say uh, race car drive. Great, 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 great. Driver, drive. Be able the, to drive like a race car. Reconnecting with some of those, uh, that company that had uh, yes. the pickup trucks and yep. the hogs. Um, okay, so let's do, yeah, we'll do superhero, uh, we'll do superpowers next. By the way, that is so... That second list is so typical shitty douchebag act, <laughs> actor. It's so actor like I want to be a race car driver and I want to be athletic it. and play guitar. It didn't even that is to me like until oh, you just said I am that so and down fucking and I disgusted like, oh, that's with myself. Amazing. That's I am amazing. better than that. I am <laughs> do not Janet do not let me turn into that. Don't let me turn if into I had like to sum him up with oh my three God, words. Fuck. Of I'm so dreams. embarrassed now. No, because uh, I'm great. like every fucking this shitty, darling, good-looking actor that comes to LA is like, I want to be the next James Dean, and I'm like, fuck that. I want to be a Brando. <laughs> fuck that. I want to be McQueen. Fuck that. I'm a character <sighs> actor. I love Chris Farley and the big dudes. I'm not. I'm really not worried about it. Okay. I, I, like you. I said, I didn't even. It didn't even occur this to is, me. Until this is this is all shit that back up. is like my ideal. This is some stupid fantasy in my yeah. head of like, man, it, ugh, so stupid. This is good. Well, that, that is not that, me. This but. is the, this is therapy. Um, okay, so your Thank superpowers. You. This is your chance to okay, redeem yourself. Teleportation. Great. Flight. Great. Uh, and healing ability. Didn't even have to think about that because I'm a fucking nerd and I love comic books That's great. and stuff. Um, are there specific characters that you were thinking about when you said those things? Uh, my first favorite character, my stepbrother got me into comics uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Wolverine was always yeah. my favorite. I, mean, I was wondering yeah, about the healing Because he came out around that time with his own series of which I have a bunch of the first issues. And also, he's like kind of he's the Canadian. most Sergeant Slaughter. Totally. He's Canadian X-Men Army Canadian. Weapon X yeah. experiment. Yeah. Makes sense. It's a great so character So I love also. him. Yeah. I love him. I've loved him. Ever since before those movies, um, and I, teleportation is very Nightcrawler. Yep. I was an X Men yep. fan when I was a kid. I think it's the best. I think I'm it's not pretty a cool. Book, comic book reader, but like looking at it from the outside, yeah. to me, that's totally the most entertaining. And I was entertained entertained by it before they did the cartoons, before yeah. they did the movies, like yeah. when it was straight up the comics. OG. But OG. Uh, oh, let me. You know what? Okay, but. L- Here's what, and I'm. You know what? I'm not a Superman fan at all. Yeah, I really don't really like him. That, but, but the concept, of but the concept is of flight kind of is great. Universal. Um, so let's do this. So the next, uh, the next category will be three superheroes, three comic book heroes, um, or antiheroes uh, that it would be cool to hang out with in real life. That would be like your buddy wow. and your mentor. The Mask. Great. Classic Dark Horse. The Mask. Pre Jim Carrey movie. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Mask. Uh, I would say Lobo, but that would be too much like the mask. That's just too much zaniness. Um, okay. Batman, I love, but no, no, don't put Batman down. He's a, <laughs> he's a fucking downer. He is a psychotic he is a Let's downer. Be he's a total Dude downer. needs to lighten up Agreed. and get some therapy. Uh. Great. And just go I out in like the we sunshine. Were, it's, it, again, I have to refer to movies, but I feel like we were getting somewhere with Michael Keaton and then everything yep. just slipped and we went back yep. into the dark, dark, darkness. Totally. Yeah. I fully agree. And Christian Bale does a great job. Fantastic. But like, and those are very dark, very dark. I, I but They're really not for me. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a dark movie, but I, I've found that I want, like, I just want Guardians of the Galaxy, I think is what I want. That's or, you know, totally the fair. The Avengers are fine too. Yeah. They're good. Yep. Um, okay, so the mask, uh, not Batman. Not Batman. I would, 
I think I would say Wolverine. I think if he's on your side, he's a great dude to have on your side. Mm-hmm. I think he's a barrel of fun. I think he's more yeah. fun than you see in the comics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it's just like him hanging out. Yeah, he gets he keeps getting pushed into like really awful situations. Totally. That's why you have to see his yeah. intense temper and being haunted a little. Um, no, I think you're right. I think you could knock a few back with Wolverine. I think so. Yeah. Have a good story. Not worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think Tank Girl. Oh, great. Yeah, I love Tank, Tank Girl. Girl. Absolutely. Okay. She's just so badass, and, and I like really strong female characters, and she's just punky and yeah. cool and, like, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's great. That's None of those choice. characters give a fuck about what people think of them. That's and true. I, I always appreciate that quality in people, as long as it's not arrogant. Or total psychopathy. Yes. Like the inability to even feel other feelings. Yes. We're all fascinated by those people. I certainly am. Yeah. Okay. uh, Next category is let's do, I mean, I'm doing these ones that I think you'll enjoy. So that's uh, why I'm thinking about it so much. Um, Let's do, let's do alternate universe like career. And it's kind of just the fun side. It's not, you know, the, whatever the the daily slog of certain things are. Uh, Infantry officer which is what I actually was going to be before I got into acting. Similar. Yeah, very similar. A little bit less death in uh-huh. the acting side of things, maybe. Turns out. Yeah. Uh, archaeologist, which is another one. I blame Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones understood. for that one. God, understood. But I love Many history one of us. and archaeology. Yeah. Um, never wanted to be a teacher. Just never, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of appreciation for good teachers. Um, don't think I could do it. Uh, don't like hospitals. Hmm. Um, uh, working for, um, an NGO somewhere in the developing world. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, great. So like charity work or, or yeah. volunteerism. Great. Um, okay. Uh, the three, now this is three ladies that in this alternate universe you can spend sexy times with, or it can oh be like God. your alternate universe wife. Um, and it can be a character. It doesn't have to be, a, if, if I was gay, would you ask or, me three men? Uh, I, I would say, well, first of all, if you're bi, I would say anyone you want. Okay. Um, uh, I have, I have listed many women and many men on my yep. list when people ask me. Um, I, so, I am yeah, a straight so man, but I was just you, curious if that yeah, was yeah. like, it has to be opposite sex. It or def- what, it's definitely whatever, uh, my impression of what floats your boat during okay. the podcast would be. So uh, I, I ladies want you float to feel, my boat. yeah, feel flexible there, but, um, but yeah, and so it can be like, you know, Meryl Streep circa blah, 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 <laughs> or the character so of Tank right. Girl in the movie, but not Lori Petty. Like that right. sort of, that um, you, can, you can, or like a character from a book or something. Right. Or a Fredericks of Hollywood model. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, yeah. did they have names? Um, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I'm so embarrassed by these stories. But at the same time, I'm a pretty open book. So I think I'm not you are so far from being alone in those kinds of things. I mean, your right. experience is very unique, but in terms of like, I mean... I would like get excited by a Victoria's Secret cat. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's all anything that feels like yeah. burgeoning sexuality. I don't think there was a Victoria's Secret at King of Prussia. Yeah, there probably is now. Yeah. I'm sure um, there is. Yeah. I had to actually do research for this short story that I was writing. So I looked up projects of Hollywood and apparently they closed all their physical stores and they're oh, online only now since 2014. So that? that sucks. Um, but if there were like, I I'm actually more of a fan of Victoria's Secret because it's, kind of kind of classier and like sexier whereas Fredericks of Hollywood is like like crotchless panties yeah. <laughs> like you know how like you that. hate the nurses have underwear on yeah. not anymore not they anymore. don't yeah easy access That's on right. every body part 
The most intimate uh, pieces just hanging out. That's right. Through a that's rip right. or a tear uh-huh. or like so. Anyways. Um, by the way, in the magazines, they're just like Ken dolls or Barbie exactly dolls. Right. Like they're orbs. Exactly right. Yeah. They are orbs. Good point. Yeah. So sexy for uh-huh. masturbation purposes. Um, uh, okay. 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 Uh, the, the weirdest. Okay. So every once in a while, I'll get at... I'll get asked the weirdest questions. Like I'll be in an interview and someone will ask me like, because I'm on orphan black and, um, it's a show about clones and Tatiana Maslany plays a whole bunch of different clones. And, uh, so there's all these different versions of her. Sure. And people are like, which, which clone would you want to marry? Which one would you want to fuck? And which one would you want to kill? And I'm like, that is so horrifying to me because she's like one of my best friends. She's become one of my best friends. Uh, we met on set yeah. playing husband and wife. Yeah. I, my, the first day I met her was literally playing her husband in season one, and uh, she's become one of my best friends. And I can't like she's like a sister, of course, to me. So I can't, uh, of course, yeah. You know, that's I'll, a, I can act it that she's that's my. A, that's one of those questions that, and I, I'm not going to exclude. No, but myself I, all, from all being I'm saying this, is like, like saying a celebrity. All, yeah, oh, is kind of yeah, yeah, weird yeah. because we oh, work totally. in this industry, totally, and like totally. one day I might find myself working with. Yeah someone I say and then I'd be like oh this is awkward yeah I mean maybe Jared the podcast yeah. not, but oh my god I'm so embarrassed I understand well that's why you can time kind of time travel a little bit if that's okay. helpful you know what I mean I will time little... travel it yeah I will say okay fine fuck it I'm fine fine yeah we're going with like a 1997 great era yep uh Angelina Jolie great great <laughs> when she was all like kind of like dark and and yeah. tattoos and, and you punky. Were like, I think she might be too good for this uh business totally like, she's too she, she's so this won't even edgy last she's gonna disappear like, yeah. she's not even like yeah. she's got all these tattoos yeah. and she's doing hackers and it's so advanced and Hell, like futuristic yeah. and like and, Gia yeah exactly which, by the way some hot lady action yep um okay uh that's an, that's like i'll put that down yep. as my only real person embarrassing i think that's, like high school i think that's fair and i also answer. think that she has been a fantasy figure for so many people that totally. she assumes anyone she does meet wants to fuck her <laughs> yeah, so exactly. that's i think you're exactly. in very safe and territory there the ridiculous thing is i actually really appreciate her as a human being because she does a lot for humanitarian causes and she's actually quite a, an amazing absolutely ambassador for the oh, un God, and, and and just in terms huge. of what she's done for people in need and she's used her celebrity status in such a uh, incredible way that is inspiring for me. I couldn't agree more. For someone who has any influence, I would love to be able to do that sort yeah. of thing. Couldn't agree more. Okay. Okay. So that's my only real person embarrassment. Great. Put that down. Got it. Could list more, but it would be terrible. It would all be like high school era shit and just terrifying. Understood. Um, I am tempted to say Tank Girl, the character of Tank Girl. because Say it. I. Yeah. Okay. Fuck she's it. I'll put her she's down. She's a character. She's I don't think I would ever be able to actually date tank girl in real life which is the weirdest thing i think i've ever said but she's just too wild and too punky for me but i've Mm -hmm. always had a thing for like punky crazy individual strong feminist chicks like it's great to say feminist chicks is the worst combo (laughs) combo words ever apologize but i know when i'm playing my guitar and getting into my race car i I dig a feminist chick (laughs) i'm gonna eat this microphone Uh, um This is really personal. Okay. Uh, number three on the list. Um, oh, it's another person. No, I can't. Uh, oh, man, it's I a really, character. It's yeah. a character, but no. Uh, were, let, let, let me just say this. I will yeah. say this. Everyone still always lists celebrity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can't pull it right now, but I feel like 
Well, I was gonna I was gonna bring up some like I just I Kristen, feel so I was dirty like, doing that. Did Kristen that. Bell have someone on her list? But she was like, I think she was. She made pretty safe choices. But people are still like, like, like less famous than him. Women who could easily be in a movie with him have right. told me like Ryan Gosling with right. a bullet. Like it's yeah, it's still sort of a. But it's not creepy done. when a woman does it. It's creepy when a dude does it because I, I think what dudes you're are so much creepier than than women. And and I'm a saying. dude and like I, I don't want to be creepy. Your candor about this. I do. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Fuck. Uh, maybe there's a literary character. Sure. Maybe that's better. What if you're like Anne of Green Gables? Hello? No, Christian, no. <laughs> that's the opposite of no. what you should do. You just said. Oh, damn it. <laughs> terrible. Uh, and she's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible reference. Great Canadian reference, though. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of Anne of Green Gables love on this podcast. There you go. Know. Are you serious? Oh, hell yeah. That's I was crazy. Obsessed. I never I watched it. There's a new series out. I know. Someone told me it was pretty good. I still haven't uh, pulled the trigger because I... I truly was like completely obsessed with all the books and very obsessed with Megan Follows and yeah. like Colleen Dewhurst and yeah. and uh, the new one's apparently fantastic. Yeah. My cousin is the producer of it. Oh, nice. uh, she produced Beginners. No, I've heard only great and things. And it's supposed to I've be heard fantastic. Only great yeah. things. So I'm excited because I was so nervous because you do get very precious right. about that kind you of stuff. You should check it out I will and see check what you it think. Out. I will it's check it out. Very beautiful. A friend of mine was the DP oh, I can't on it wait. or one of the It's such camera. a special it's, series. Yeah. Um one that I never got into. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were that's I mean, that's it's okay for a right. guy. I mean, it was, it, I would say, of all literature, there yeah, are ones that not are like very the one that boys geared towards are young like. women. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's fair. Um, uh, and also, like, by the way, good luck with the literature thing, because I think I that know. you, that's, I, I would be very pressed to pull someone from books that I would. You know what I mean? Same, it would get like, in. It would get into like Atticus Finch. Like it, it would be very like you know yeah. like that is a very responsible, sexy choice. Totally, of a man who's oh, just yeah. doing good out there in the world. Yeah, but I'm I going through know, my favorite you know books, I mean? and I'm yeah. like, none of them have like I know anything that I. Hmm. I know. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm having the same problem as I'm think as I was thinking about that after you said that. I was like, ooh, I'm glad no one asked me that. I'm not sure I could. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Okay. Fine. 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 All right. Uh, as I look at your books to be like, <laughs> have I read any? I'm looking at your books. Have I read Legend any of these? Cora, the cartoon legend. No, wait, no, 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 no. That's the opposite of what I just said. Oh my God. I know. No, I really feel the same way. That's why, I mean, I would lean back towards, I probably would lean back towards uh, uh, comics again, just because I feel like there are plenty of like, I mean, I know that Tangra, like I have, like I, like I have a crush on the idea of Jean Grey, you know, right. Phoenix, like that Phoenix. sort of thing. <sighs> That's actually a pretty good choice. You know what I mean? But she's so scary. Yeah, but like in this world. See, she's all powerful. Yeah. She could like just have a nightmare and burn me. But I mean, I feel, I mean, number one, yes, 100%. She probably did. Is it likely? Sure, it's likely. Yeah. In this world, is it likely? Not so much. Oh. This is only the good. Right. Okay, okay. You can have this the slightly safer, less lethal version if you want. Right. <laughs> the slightly safer, <laughs> less lethal version. Just lethal I love enough that. to be real exciting. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Okay. I just got to make a decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm going back to a human being. Okay. But only because it's. Oh my God. You're oh, so adorable. It. This is adorable. This There's is nothing terrifying. about anything about this that has terrifying. Been creepy. All right. Lilu Dallas Multipass from Fifth, Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. Mila Jovovich. But the character. Oh, no, absolutely. Of the supreme being. Absolutely. I wouldn't. 
I'm not thinking that you're confusing her with the actual actress. That's they're very far apart. I would say I think so, that's yeah. very fair. All right. Um, that's great. That's great. And also, yeah, for sure. Like very crush worthy. Uh, okay. And then the final one is um, three uh, like musicians or bands that you in this alternate universe, living or dead, singer, songwriter or huge band that you get to play with in some capacity. Oh, fuck. Oh, this is going to be. Th- okay, fine. I can do this. Um, <laughs> uh, are my abilities up to par to play with yes, them? Yes, 100%. I want to say Chet Baker, but at the same time, he's best on his own, mm-hmm, left to his mm-hmm, own devices. That's very thoughtful of you. Yeah. Like, I, I, I could just watch him. I would ruin anything I added to that. So, I'm gonna, okay, I'm not going to say Chet Baker. Uh, I am going to... Hmm, uh, do I? Oh, this is going to date me so much. Um, okay, I, I, I will... Jamiroquai. Great. I want to play with Jamiroquai because I love funk music. I love soul. I love disco and they do it all. I and I love great. Jamiroquai so much. It's in such a cheesy way. I still listen to it all the time. I think that's great. All right. Jamiroquai is one. Um, uh, that's me clacking my teeth. I'm sorry. No, it's good. Is that thinking. something you normally do or are you finding yourself I don't doing? know. Also, the one thing I've been embarrassed about myself is I feel like you've had to... Um, uh, like you have a habit of like I do of like tidying up someone else's space. Have I been thinking. doing that? So I've seen you like, and I've been like, oh God, there's so much dog hair. Poor Christian. There's just dog hair and like crumbs everywhere. I, it's, just a, it's a house built of dog, dog hair and crumbs. That's, I have, I think I have like a mild, totally passable OCD to me mm-hmm. where it's like, I will just, while I'm sitting here like and talking, yeah. I'll just kind mm-hmm. of I get it. stack things properly like this yeah i was doing a read through this week for a pilot script at a production company just they wanted to hear it out loud and so uh, i was playing the lead role or i was reading for the lead role for this read through so i was doing a lot of talking and like about three quarters of the way through i just realized that i kept every time i turned the page i would then like organize uh-huh. each <laughs> stack so that it was perfectly like yeah. in line and then i'd move it into oh, the yeah. right place like super anal retentive yeah and yet my room will be chaos It'll like exist in this world of artistic chaos and then go extremely hardcore clean to the military side of things mm-hmm. back to and then slowly devolve into like chaos again. Like I, I exist between those two personalities that in makes, my brain. That totally makes sense to me. Okay. That totally Good. makes sense to me. Um, okay. So Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to look through... My my iPod. Oh real sure, quick, sure. If the, if that's allowed. Uh it absolutely is allowed. Okay, wunderbar. Uh because I keep my favorites saved on my phone. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, me for too. For all going into the downloaded section. Yeah, me too. Whew. There's nothing I there was nothing more upsetting to me than not realizing that my music was no longer on my phone because somehow it had just switched to the cloud. Right. Like when someone with one up software update or something. Yeah. And I was like on a plane yeah. and had no internet access. And I was like, I'm just gonna listen to some of my favorite music and it was gone. I kind of lost my mind. Totally. I was like, I didn't agree to this. Yeah. Who? What? What is happening? Yeah. And so I just like the the next opportunity, I just yeah. painstakingly downloaded Everything. hundreds of songs. I fully understand that. Yeah. Uh, Feist. Oh, great, great. She's one of my all-time, ultimate favorite singers. 
I've worked Is with she her. Canadian? She's Canadian. Nice. She uh, has changed her clothing in my bedroom. Oh, back home in Toronto, and even borrowed my long underwear. Very nice. Yeah. It was a thrilling moment. We shot a, a little short film video thing for the interwebs, and uh, uh, my house was base camp because it was close to the location. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, just use my house. Amazing. And she was one of the people in the video, and I have been a huge fan of hers. I've met her before a few times. Uh, I've been to like her concerts in Berlin. I, I've recorded at her band leader's house before like all this stuff like but like i've i've just like if there's anybody who makes me feel like a 12 year old girl around like in sync or the backstreet boys dated references yeah um (laughs) she's one like anytime i've talked to her i've just turned into a puddle of embarrassment uh and like we just i just remember like standing in my kitchen with just her while they were setting things up and just chatting for a while and i was like this is I love those pinch just me moments. So pinch me, right? Yeah, oh, those are the best. She's just so may they cool. never, may they me- never go away. May yeah. we never become used to something that I don't should think be, I ever will. You I'm, know, I'm such total a dork. Star, right? It's great. Yeah, okay, uh, and you know what? Another person that I would really love to sing along with would be, uh, and she's great for that sing along ability. Mm-hmm. Is um, uh, Brandy Carlisle? Oh, great, 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 great. I mean, I'm at the top of my list there, but like, Agreed. you know, it, it, you've got a little bit of of funk soul everything with Jamiroquai and then you've got kind of country focus with the other two which is not my style of music normally at all yeah but I love those two artists yep so much great 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 okay so the last thing I have to do is uh, there's just like a process by which you know it's sort of the eeny meeny process yep. but to do that I make a little swirl or uh, hash marks or whatever so just okay. tell me when to stop I'm going to do this briefly uh, and that'll just determine have you started I already I have not started. okay tell me when I you start have now started and stop. Okay, great. I'm going to pause this. Okay. Do these very important scientific calculations. Yes. And Can I back. pee while, while we're doing that? Yeah, that's a, this is a perfect time for it, I was going to say. Oh my God. Uh, I'm totally going to do that. And I want to really reassure the listener, I am pausing this to you. It will seem as if no time has passed. Oh, amazing. So now I'm telling you what you ended up with. Yeah, okay, I great. I feel real good about with it. With your advanced mathematics? With my advanced mathematics, I was able to determine several key factors of your future. Number one, I think you're very pleased with all results. Okay, um, I don't think there's a stinker in here. You I mean, all, that, in the, part because you gave great answers. It's set up to be that way. Anyways. It's set up to be that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't even know where to start. Okay, first of all, you know you get a mansion, apartment, a shack, or house. In oh. our case, I've given you this inside of the movie that you get to live in. Whoa! So it, you have a mansion at your discretion for vacation or otherwise. Whenever you pop into, and you can do it anytime you want. Tommy boy, which I think is amazing because you're going to be like, hey, Tommy, come over and hang out with me. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you sort of have like, it's like the house next door to his, to Brian Daddy. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Uh, I'm excited about the unlimited pizza that you and Tommy boy are going to be eating. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Junior and I. Yeah, exactly. Cramming pizza. Um, I'm excited about the fact that also in the mix, hanging out with you uh, is Tank Girl, your buddy. Yes. Not your part, not your romantic partner, okay. but your buddy, Tank Girl. Great. Um, you are killer athlete. Wow. Yeah, killer athlete. <laughs> Speaking of killer, you're also an infantry officer. Now, <laughs> I want you to rest assured you're safe. And one of the reasons that you're so safe is that w- when you need to, and I'm not saying you're deserting your your um, compatriots because you let's assume you can take them with you but you can just teleport right out of there 
Right. You can just teleport people right out of harm's way. Okay. So I'm up for that. That's, that's another That's another huge handy that's thing wonderful. to have. I would love to be able um, to help my friends and troops that way. Yeah. So you get to do that. Uh, that is when you are not uh, recording, playing, and generally hanging out with Jamiroquai. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and you are uh, experiencing your sexy romantic times uh, with Lilu from The Fifth <laughs> Element, which I think is also fantastic. That beautiful orange hair. Yes, that orange hair. Christian, uh, what a pleasure and a joy. I couldn't have pounced on you faster when we finished doing aforementioned, unsaid, yeah. uh, unnamed podcast. That's right, yeah. I was like, hey, are you in town for a little while? Would you podcast <laughs> on my podcast? Um, but I well, knew, thank I knew you. it this was going to be lovely. this fun. Uh, this has been the most... because. People always find the, the military school school thing fascinating because it's just such a weird thing yeah. that doesn't happen that often. And uh, I'm fortunate because it is directly germane to my uh, podcast. Really? Since it's about. Since oh it's yeah, about I high guess so. Yeah, yeah. So of course, yeah. I have the. I have the. Total have you had anybody privilege. else from military school in no. your pocket? Wow. Mm-mm. Private schools, yes. Military right. school, no. So crazy. No, this it's is a, a first. This is a real gem. This is it's awesome. A real gem. Well. I have never spoken this candidly about it before. I feel very honored. In that and way, so do my on listeners. On a podcast. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I, a couple things. Number mm-hmm. one, uh, what I did not tell you the day that I saw you was that I had just watched The Handmaid's Tale episode that you appeared oh, really? in right beforehand. <laughs> and I watched from Black, so I'm already a fan. Right. But um, I didn't recognize your voice. And I am very familiar with that book. It was like my favorite book when mm-hmm. I was a teenager. And, uh, <laughs> and so that's all that's a very creepy very creepy part of the book mm-hmm. um i would say more creepy in the book than it even was on the show fantastic show uh but i and i knew that i was going to be seeing you the next day right and so the whole the i actually like jumped up from the couch and squealed in a fearful way this couch yeah when when it when you revealed yourself i was like oh no <laughs> oh no it's christian no this is no this isn't right like, i was upset i was like not him like yeah. you like 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 i had found out something horrible about you as a person because you played a super iconic character from that book that's crazy yeah. i it's funny because i've been getting a lot of tweets about it and facebook messages and text messages from people just being like no no yeah. Nobody How wants could you? you to be that guy. And, but then also some people being like, hey, great job on him, maids, kind of creepy. Yeah. But also like, <laughs> because what they were asking for and what I tried to play was um, a doctor with sympathetic eyes. I think it's, so there's, listen, so there, there's that's why a, I said in the book, I think it's, it, I just remember it at the time of being like very dark, right. very dark. And so that was the, pleasant part of it was uh, once I removed myself from like the memory of the book, I was like, actually that's very ambiguous. Right. Which yeah. I thought was really interesting. I think, I think it was a really interesting dramatically choice. Uh, yeah, absolutely. To leave you sort of, and, and it's to better in that, in that world, yeah. in that world, um, that they've done such a beautiful job with. Like, I haven't you watched know, it yet. I need to get Hulu. It's great. It's I, it, it has mastered the, like every time you've kind of forgotten that this world now exists so close yeah. to our world. Jesus it bounces you back to our reality and you have to kind of get used to it all over again. It's right. such a great slap in the face every time you're like, Oh God, they're talking about Tinder. Fuck. That's right. In this Are world, this serious? comes after oh this shit instead of it being this sort of that's alternate great. universe, you know, I can't wait to watch um, it. I'm it's it's great. It's so well done. Uh, but, Good old uh, Maggie Atwood. And I tweeted yeah. about it. 
um, and and I added her on the tweet, and she retweeted it, and it was like Yay! I was just so happy. Oh, like she was Margaret such Atwood a heroine of mine. I mean, I read yeah. all her books when I was, especially in high school and college. I was just obsessed yeah. with her. I was, She's she was brilliant. definitely an author where I was like, she gets it. Which I was like, now I look back and I go, so many of her books are about sort of middle class white love dying angst, and. Um, and I thought, what did I think I knew about that? Like, I yeah. was, you know, all of these characters yeah. who were sort of, you know, living in this grim reality of, I think, that perfect cynical romanticism of, like, this is what we thought it was going to be like, totally. and it's not, but could it still be like that? I yeah. think she's mastered that. And it's so funny to think of myself as 13 being like, <laughs> she really gets... <laughs> she gets me. She gets how I feel about love and marriage. Yeah. Like, really? But, um, but she's great. That's uh, like when, like, a 14, 15-year-old singer-songwriter comes out with, like a really deep love ballad. I'm like, you don't know. Yeah. Stop it. And then Stop. I look back Just and I'm go like, live your life. Was my best writing when I was 15? It might well have been. I'm not sure. Oh God. Uh, so angsty. Uh, oh yeah. So, and so you have uh, uh, short stories that we hope to see the dark horse. Night. But mm-hmm. anyway, you've got a ton of stuff going on. I'm so glad that you're uh, here gracing us uh, with your presence. In Los I'm excited Angeles. to be I love here. The I'm very scared of the city. I'm, I'm adjusting. No need. It's going to be nervous. Great. It's going to be great. It's you've, if you were coming from like Prince Edward Island, I would be worried <laughs> about you, but Toronto's not, right. it's not necessarily an easy Military school prepped me for, That's right. for dark difficult it's times only ahead. easier from here yeah exactly um by the way that military school valley forge military academy and college is now co-ed oh interesting. big step forward that yeah. is a good little button for yeah. the end there you go oh you know what's another button for the end oh. i didn't warn you about this but oh right um i do ask my male guests to sing a snippet of boys of summer for by don henley that's fair okay so really wherever you want as little or as much as you want uh I need lyrics. Yeah. I, I, I remember... I could I, force you to make up your own lyrics, but um, that might be too cruel, especially for a music person, especially for a jack-of-all-trades uh, master. Maybe I none. just will. Maybe I will. All right. Uh, just ju- jump into the chorus? Yeah, I know. It's really putting you on the spot. Yeah, that's fair. Put yeah. me on the spot. Yeah, jump into the chorus first. All right. I can see you. <laughs> Your brain's <laughs> your lipstick staring in the sun. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because I don't remember that. Great fix. You got your sunglasses on and your sunglasses glasses still are on your and I can see you and the love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. God bless you. Oh god. That was wonderful. That was terrible. I'll talk to you next time on the podcast. Yeah, okay. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.